Welcome to Being Eve. I'm your host, Casey Alexis, and this podcast is designed for the everyday woman who seeks to do more than just survive. You want to thrive. The goal is to inspire, empower, and encourage you as you find commonalities within my story and the stories of some extraordinary guests. Join me as we dive into this brand new episode. Hey there, ladies. Welcome back to Being Eve. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. It is a gems episode. That's right. If you've been tuned into Being Eve for quite some time, you know that this episode is dedicated to discussing all the gems that I was able to pick up and receive and place in my heart pocket from my previous conversation with a special guest. And today's episode is dedicated to season two, episode 20, Life Mapping with a Purpose with special guest Sharon Swing. So, as always, if you had not heard that episode, I'm going to need for you to stop right here <laughs> and head on over to there, okay? Because it is key for you to hear Sharon's story and all that she had to share and express directly from Sharon. And then come on back to the GEMS episode so we can deep dive together, okay? All right. So ladies, how many of you who heard the episode, had your journals out while listening to Sharon and I's conversation. Well, if you did, kudos to you. And if you didn't, still kudos to you. Because the way I want to kind of embrace this episode is truly from a place of self-reflection. That is where I have been since having my conversation with Sharon has truly been in a place of self-reflection, reflecting on me and my relationship with God, that trust factor that I have with him, right, that I touched base on last week. And that was pretty much the premise of why I released that episode was my conversation with Sharon and how she shook the very idea of trust in me. And so I released that episode last week purposely because I didn't want this episode to be an hour long. So yeah, my conversation with Sharon had me really self-reflecting. And so that's where I want to kind of come at with this episode. Not so much to just share my gems and share the experience that I've had with the conversation, but for us to self-reflect as a whole and just to think about a bit more some of the things that were shared on the episode. So before we deep dive in all the way in, I wanted to express why I was excited about having Sharon on the Being Eve podcast. For many of you that have been tuned in since season one, episode one, you know that you know that Casey Alexis is a heavy proponent of the power of storytelling. I don't know why I'm referring to myself in third person, but just go with it, okay? I love the power of storytelling so much because I truly believe that is what connects us as human beings. If you think about it, right, a good movie or a good book, it doesn't matter the race, the gender or anything like that. But the story in itself would be able to connect millions of people all around the world, right? That's one example. But then when you also think about Jesus, when he was walking here on the planet and how often he would share parables, which was a form of a story, right? So that the people that were listening, that the audience 
audience will be able to tune in and know exactly what he meant because they were able to see themselves in that particular story. That is the power of storytelling, being able to connect many different human hearts one to another based upon shared life experiences. Because at the end of the day, ladies, life happens regardless of your race, regardless of creed, regardless of gender, regardless of religion, okay? Regardless of any type of social beliefs, life happens to us all. And when and if we are able to hear one another's out and hear our story, it can truly change our lives for the better when we're able to see our reflection in another person's story. It is powerful powerful and so that's what really excited me about having Sharon on the podcast is because everything she's all about with life mapping right was everything that being Eve has pretty much embodied to season one is having women come on the podcast share their story and embracing their story as they share it and the women that are tuned in will be able to see their reflection through their story and know that they too can overcome and then there's healing in the entire process right and so I hope you ladies were just as excited as I was after you tuned into this episode and was able to glean as much as possible from everything that Sharon shared and maybe you may be interested in the life mapping concept because I surely am but we'll talk about that towards the end of the episode so let's jump right into the first gem right off the top. Okay. This one had me shook <laughs> y'all. God wanting us to experience him through all of our five senses. Ladies, I want to take a moment to ask you, as I asked myself this very same question, Casey, how have you experienced God within your five senses? How have you felt him or sensed him or experienced him with sight, taste, touch, hearing, and smell. I don't know about you ladies, but once I heard that, I had to self-reflect, right? I had to go through my memory and my data and just like, wow, how how did God speak to me in, in those ways, right? I had to dissect in my own thoughts and in my own relationship with him, those moments where he spoke to me through my five senses, those moments where he may have challenged me through my five senses and it makes perfect sense as I begin to reflect and think about it that yes of course you know it all adds up because the human body is so complex he put that thing together he fashioned it he designed it to be able to communicate with him right and then when I started to think about scripture first corinthians 19 that says don't you realize that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god you do not belong to yourself and as i began to meditate upon that one line of scripture i was like whoa I was thrown aback. Of course, we don't just belong to ourselves because God fashioned us and designed us and created us. And when you think about the way that he wants to communicate with us and the way that the scripture says that our body is a temple, of course it is because that's the main way he communicates with us. That's the main way he shares with us and talks with us. And we experience him in those ways through our body. So that's why it's so important, ladies, 
as I began to reflect and think about it, if that's the primary means of communicating with us and experiencing God, why would he want us to defile our bodies? Why would he want us to hurt our bodies? Why would he want us to hurt anyone else's body? It's literally cutting off communication with him. And so I had to like sit down and let that seep inside of my mind and in my heart, ladies, reminding myself of that. Like this body that he's given you, Casey, is a tool. And that tool is to be used to communicate and experience him, right? And have those moments of encounter with him. And so you have to take care of this body. You have to take care of the body he's given you. So girl, go put down that ham hock, Casey. <laughs> go put down that ice cream. Go put down them chips and dips, okay? Because it's not good for you. When you think about, um, I know for me, when I'm overweight and I'm not exercising and I'm not eating right, my body starts to become lethargic. It starts to drag. And the first thing to go, when my body feels like that is that one-on-one time with God. The first thing to go is the way I think, right? And the way that I feel. And it's all in, in tune. And it all impacts my communication with him because when I don't feel my best, the last thing I want to do is pray and read my word and do all the things that he's purposely and called me to do des- and designed me to do. If you think about it, ladies, think about when you're not feeling yourself, what is the first thing that is to go? What do you stop immediately doing? All the things that are what outside of your comfort zone. And when you think about all the things that are outside of your comfort zone is all the things that God has called for you to do. So those goals, they go out the window. (laughs) Those dreams, they get buried. Because again, when your body's not feeling good, right, and your mind is not right, those things that he's called us for us to do, those things that he's been communicating with us, those things that he's fashioned and designed for us to do, go straight to the back burner. And so as I began to reflect on that, I'm like, wow, that makes perfect sense, Casey. It makes perfect sense. And because of that, it's so important, so, so important for you to take care of your body. So the next one, ladies, the next gem was the lingering question, right? Now you ladies know I had to go deep on that one. I was not finna have an opportunity to ask God a question and ask him why he made the earth round. (laughs) Oh no, Casey wanted to really know God. Where were you? As you all know, being Eve, the podcast is all about authenticity, right? I don't want to fake it to make it. I want to be as real as possible because I know that I know somewhere in the world, another woman has this same burning question in her heart and in her soul. Where were you, God, when I was going through this? I'm so happy that I had that moment with Sharon to journey with me on that particular question. It felt like therapy for a moment, 
but still I'm glad that I asked it, right? It's definitely not easy to speak about those things, those lingering questions that we may have where we didn't understand God and we weren't sure that what was going on and why he allows certain things to happen. I'm sure many people have those lingering questions when you think about the death of uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, right? I know that has probably passed through many people's minds. And so I know I'm not the only one who has deep questions of struggle, like where were you, God, right? Um, I don't understand. And sometimes when we have those questions, our mind and our, because we have such a um, deepening faith and belief in God, sometimes we feel like if we ask those questions, it's some sort of sin, right? And um, I just am so glad that Sharon tackled that so wonderfully and so gracefully by letting us know and encouraging us that, hey, you know what? It's not a big deal to ask those questions. You should ask those questions. It's it's human nature to ask those questions. There's nothing wrong with asking those questions. And the biggest one for me was when she said simply, guess what? He can handle it. <laughs> God can handle us asking those questions. And when I sat down and reflected on it, I'm like, yeah, he sure can. He's God. Why would he not be okay with me asking? Why would he not want me to converse with him in that way? It doesn't make him any less God. Me asking those questions is not going to change the fact that he is the beginning and he is the end. He is the creator of all things and that he is the great I am. So why would he shake in his boots if I ask why? Where were you, God? And as I reflected on this gem, I realized that some of us may struggle with it because it challenges our beliefs to think in that way, right? We don't want to, it almost makes us feel like we don't believe God when we're asking those questions. And then we bring that struggle into our relationship with non-believers when they struggle with, well, where's God when this one is starving? Where's God when this is happening in the world? And where's God when that is happening in the world? And um, as I reflected on that, I realized that, you know what? It really is no big deal when people ask those questions. It does not lessen who God is and it shouldn't lessen our belief in him. He is God regardless of how many questions we have, he's always going to be God. And we shouldn't feel um, any sort of way about it, right? Nor should we shy away from those tough questions. Like Sharon said so eloquently, it's not our job to try to fix anyone or to have an answer. Just being there and listening and allowing the Holy Spirit to take lead is more then enough. This next gem right here. Wow. When Sharon said, our stories are always competing with God for our attention. Wow, wow, wow. This is so true in so many ways. As I think and reflect on my own life, most of my healing that has taken place has been healing from letting go of the past hurts in my story and truly embracing the truth of God's word, and most importantly, ladies, 
trusting his word. Because for many years, as I've shared on this podcast, I was a bibliologist, okay? (laughs) And that term is my own term for being an at-home Bible scholar. I had years and years and years of experience studying God's word, but I had little trust in his word because I tried to control everything. I tried to do everything. I didn't allow him an inch of space to be God in my life, but I surely knew his word. And this is why as believers, it's so important to not just be about God in head space, in our head knowledge, but to also be ready to pursue the heart of God in complete obedience. As Jesus once said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments which relates back to the first gem of honoring God's temple, our body, right? Honoring him with our body. Because when we know his voice, right? When the word says, my sheep know my voice, and then we love him and we honor him and we obey him, we follow his instruction by taking action. Guess what? Our bodies respond. Our temples respond. So it's so important, ladies, that not to just know him through his word and reading of his word, but also trusting his word and allowing that trust to maneuver in us in such a way that it manifests in our actions. Well, the next gem, where did you get your picture of God and what life experiences have shaped that picture? Another journal question. Wow, that was a reflective question for me and my journal, ladies, because over time I have to say that my picture of God did change through my life experiences. It's changed over the years quite a bit, to be honest with you. Just a brief synopsis of that in the beginning, you know, he was my mother's God. Then eventually he moved to rules, rituals, and the traditions God. And then from there, he became God revealed, right? It was my first experience of knowing, well, re- the God revealing himself, his true self to me, and not so much through religious teachings. Then from God revealed, he became the God of the Bible, the God that I studied and I wanted to know. And he was that for many years. Then he became the God of the miracles as I began to birth the children that I thought I would never have. Then about a couple of years after that, he became God the forsaker and sideliner. (laughs) And I'm laughing about it, but I was really upset with him during that time. In these recent years, he has definitely become God, my father, who has a plan for me. And that plan is not just for me, but the plan for my children, a plan for my husband, and all the amazing people that is attached to me in a variety of different ways. And so ladies, I hope and pray that you too will take the time out to reflect on that question, to see and kind of pinpoint where you received your picture of God and what life experiences have shaped that picture for you because you'll be surprised what you're able to learn um, in that 
And one of the things that I, one of the biggest things that I took away from that was whatever picture of God that you have, you reflect that in your living. So God being my father right now and knowing all the plans that he has for me and trusting him more and more as my father, knowing that he is not here to hurt me, but he has a plan to prosper me and give me a hope in the future. I'm able to engage on this podcast with you. I'm able to engage with ladies face to face in an empowering and encouraging and inspiring way. So God, the father is being reflected in my living. I'm able to reflect that in the way that I handle and live with my children and my husband and the way that I am a woman and the way that I am a wife and a mother. So God, the father is being reflected in everything that I am right now in this season of my life. So when you think about that, when you think about how you are reflecting God in the way that you see him, it is so important, ladies, to take the time to reflect because you want to ensure whatever you are showing people that picture of God is to you in your life, you want to make sure that you're not hurting or harming anyone else based upon what fragmented or... Um, hurt or legalistic or rituals or rules and regulations type of a picture of God that you may have. So definitely, I encourage you ladies to do some self-reflecting in that regard. Ladies, the last and final gem that I could barely fit into my heart pocket was the gem of the original blessing. I don't know if you guys realized that as you were listening to the episode, but I was literally shaping into that emoji where the mind is just blown. <laughs> that was me. Poof. Okay. I was blown away about that new perspective Sharon shared on the podcast. And as I thought on it and I munched on it for weeks, and to be honest with you, I'm still processing it, but as I sat there and thought about it, I really saw the freedom in it. There's so much freedom in looking at our lives from the place of the original blessing rather than the place of the original sin. And let me tell you, I have always been an original sin girl, right? Again, my background, I've, I'm a history major. I, I minored in theology. I have my own relationship with the Lord and the original sin was something that I constantly looked at based upon the experiences that I've had, what I've read, what I've seen, right? People that I've, I've interacted with and just looking at the world, you can't help but to see the fall of man, right? But when it comes to your own personal relationship with God, this is what triggered in me the benefits of looking at my life from the standpoint of the original blessing. Because at the end of the day, ladies, it made me self-reflect on what exactly did Christ come to give to me? I made it personal. What did the crucifixion and the resurrection do for me? What did it give me? And as I reflected on what it personally has done for me, I can't help but to realize that's where I need to stay. Thinking about all the things, the resurrection, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ has brought for me. 
the it renewed and brought back the connection I need to have with God. It brought back and built back the trust factor. It built back the ability for me to live this life and life more abundantly, to be fearless in the approach of everything that he has asked for me to do. Because when you think about the original blessing, you think about what Adam and Eve were called to do in the beginning, it was to subdue and have dominion. So when you think about the words like subdue and dominion, those words don't come with fear, shame, doubt, anxiety, and all of that. Those words don't come with that at all because when you're subduing, that means you are bringing order, right, to a chaotic situations. And when you're having dominion, that means you rule over a, partic- a particular thing or particular place or, you know, what ha- whatever you are responsible for. So when I think about that, I'm like, man, Casey, hold your head up high because of what Christ was able to redeem you from. You're no longer there. You are no longer in that tomb. You are no longer dead. You are no longer buried. You are no longer wearing dead man clothes, right? When you think about when Jesus called Lazarus out and to come forth, Lazarus came out and he came out with those dead man clothes. He had to remove those things because he was no longer dead, right? And so for us, and I hope you ladies self-reflected, what did Jesus do for you? What did the act of the crucifixion and the redemption power of Christ through his death and resurrection, what did it do for you? Make that bad boy personal. Write that thing in your journal. Because when you make it personal, when you start to see yourself through the redemption of Christ, you will no longer allow yourself, well, for me anyway, to stay in a place of condemnation. You will no longer allow yourself to be so caught up in what's going on in this world because the God of this world he is at work right every single day there's something chaotic happening in this world there's chaos and confusion day in and day out um there's things happening that literally are outside of the control of man but when you think about yourself in it and through it ebbing and flowing with the redemptive power of Jesus Christ over your life you know that you know at the end of the day I have to fear nothing I should be anxious for nothing but I'm going to pray about everything and I'm going to align myself with the will of my heavenly father because at the end of the day that's something that the power of the cross gave me the ability to say thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven because now through the redemption he and I God and I are connected so his will can actually be manifested in everything that I do right now right here on earth and so ladies that's really what that conversation did for me And, um, again, my mind exploded (laughs) as I thought about, um, just looking at my life through the original blessing, looking at my life through everything that God has done through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and how that redemptive power of the cross was able to deliver me and set me free and, and just renew my strength, renew me as a woman, renew me as a mother and renew me as a wife and renew me in every 
way and in every relationship that I have. So ladies, that is pretty much the end of this episode. I recommend and I highly encourage you to go ahead, rewind episode 20 and reflect as much as you need to on this one. There was so much that Sharon shared that may be outside of your wheelhouse, right? You may not be comfortable with it because it may have been the first time you've heard of some of the things that she shared, but I encourage you to take time and that's why it's so important to reflect on what she said, right? To really just take time to let it seep in. Hey, and throw out what you don't want, but don't just shut it off and don't listen to it because it's you, right? Because we can do that sometimes, ladies, when we're introduced to new ways of thinking, we can automatically just shut down and get closed off because it's it's uncomfortable for us to think in those types of ways. It's uncomfortable to um, visually want to map out our lives and it's uncomfortable to visually pray, right? And to think of God in such a way where you can feel him and experience him in your prayers. It's uncomfortable to hear things like that. And so I encourage you, ladies, if you did feel uncomfortable to reflect on why you felt uncomfortable, right? If you something did sit, didn't sit right with you, reflect on why journal it out right at the end of the day being eve is a podcast of many different opinions many different stories many different insights and revelations and it's up to you on whether or not you're going to take it or you're going to leave it take the time to reflect take the time to rewind and listen again and just see things and allow yourself for a moment to look at your life from a different lens. So with that being said, ladies, I have some exciting news for you. Sharon has a Listen to My Life, Maps for Recognizing and Responding to God in My Story experience happening on Tuesdays starting April 7th through June 8th. And that's not all. She has graciously given us ladies of Being Eve a $50 off coupon code. So if you want to take this opportunity to life map with purpose, use the link in the show notes and don't forget the coupon code Being Eve. It's all one word, okay? So that coupon code will let her know, hey, Being Eve sent you. So ladies, thank you for joining me. I hope these two episodes were a blessing to you as it was to me. Well, ladies, thank you for tuning in. I hope this episode blessed you as much as it did me. Before we depart, a quick reminder to head on over to the show notes where you will find all the info to keep in contact with Being Eve and to learn more about our guests. Make sure to let them know Being Eve sent you. Last but certainly not least, ladies, don't forget to review, share, and subscribe. This is your opportunity to let the whole world know where we gather for absolutely free. As always, ladies, please continue to love, live, and thrive without losing the authentic you. 